0: Hey friends, Brian here. Just a quick note of apology. I usually record these things using voice meter banana as a WAV file and then uh, level the volume out before I convert it into a WAV file, uh, I mean an MP3 file. But I forgot to push record. I'm still a little rusty. So uh, today we're using the ripped audio from the recorded MP4 file. Hopefully it's not a problem. It should sound mostly Okay. Uh, I just wanted to chime in here before that and say sorry for forgetting to hit that button. Uh, now enjoy the show.
1: But here, on the very rim of known space, justice is a long way away.
0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. And joining me, as always, is your co-host, Spaz.
2: Brought to you by those new machines on Ix. Wait, what? Oh, uh, No Man's Sky has put out a crossover expedition today, and it's a Dune crossover.
0: A Dune crossover or Dune? No, Dune. Do you any? And Yeah, oh, okay. Sandworms.
2: Sandworms and all that fun stuff.
0: Oh, okay. I'm not going to be playing that. Uh, also joining us is your co-host, Julie. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Uh, your co-host, Thorsten. Hey, hello. And your co-host, Jacob. T. L. Gray. Halt. <laughs> I've actually got uh, Yorkshire Gold right here. Um, but it's not Earl Gray. Uh, I'm not a fan of Earl Gray, actually. It's all right, but it's, like, not that great. You know? <laughs> it can be a bit
3: overly bitter.
0: <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I don't mind that, but, like, sometimes it's like, oh, God. All right. Hey, folks. How you doing? Um... Today, my friends, we uh, we were originally going to talk about Rage Queen. This is a topic we've had in the pipe since the last crew, and we just never got around to it. But as we talked about it, um, both at the end of last week's show and uh, internally, we're like, we should broaden this a bit. So we, we've broadened it to basically when we end our relationship with a game, like when we break up with a game. And it doesn't have to be just Rage Quitting. It could be a, any number of things that cause you to end a relationship with a game before it's time, before either it's ended or, or what have you. Um, <clears throat> so I thought we'd start like going around the table, the virtual table here and uh, Spaz, I'll start with you. What would you say is the most recent game you had a breakup with?
2: Uh, it's actually when we streamed earlier this year in March,
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, game called Ten Miles to Safety.
0: Oh, I remember that one. It was all it was alright. Like it wasn't yeah. great, but it it's, was okay.
2: It's, exactly. It's it's a case of the game was fun for a little while, and the the idea is you are uh running through a procedurally generated city and trying to escape through 10 miles of zombies
1: right
2: now that's that's not so bad i mean you have a diablo like loot style and you're you're looting all these different containers drawers and and building barricades and such but all that makes noise and well that draws more zombies so you have to try to survive all of that the thing is it got very repetitive very,
4: oh. very repetitive oh. Oh, that's and the good. gameplay
2: loop is is uh yeah that's why after our stream i decided you know what i i'm kind of done with this i think i've seen pretty much all it has to offer and again it's not that it's a bad game
0: no it's just uh it just i guess wore out its welcome it's like the s- same broken record over again like like you might like something, but how many times can you have it in a row before you don't want it anymore? You know?
2: <laughs> Which is weird because I, I love roguelites and roguelites, and we've, you know, streamed games like that before. It's so this one, I don't know why it wore out its welcome so easily for me, but it did.
0: No, it's totally fair. I mean, it it's tough to create a l- I, I don't envy game developers in a lot of ways, but creating a game loop that is satisfying over and over again, that's gotta be tough. You know, like games like FTL did it and whatnot, but like a lot of games have failed at that. So I, I totally get it. Um Julie, what about you? What would you say is your most recent game breakup?
4: Well, um, I would say, and like I said before the show, I feel obligated, but I won't actually sing the 50 ways to leave your video game because I was a big fan of the song. But Paul sang. But my most recent breakup was with World of Warcraft, and I enjoyed. Unlike Eve Online, I really enjoyed the people. So it's like if I could keep the people and get rid of the game developers, uh, and they're kind of leaving on their own anyway. Um, it the whole thing started when God rest her soul, the matron who was sort of the founding cornerstone of our guild died, and that left a big hole in everybody's real life. And then, um, I do I have to tell everybody what mudflation is, or can I assume that everybody knows what is it? Mudflation, I don't know what that is. No, okay. The idea being is this I didn't coin the term, but. The idea with mudflation is you work everything up, you get like the uber sword of uberness, you spend hour after hour after hour, and then the next expansion comes out, and the first green to uh, hit your inventory is better than the thing that you spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And so, with one of the expansions, the more the expansions that it did play part of. They, they had an artifact, right, before that. And one of the big swords was the sword of legend, the uber-sword of uberness was the Ashbringer. And uh, I said, you're going to give me the Ashbringer, you know. And so you work your way up. You spend a lot of time, a lot of time working your way up and developing it and developing your character. And then developers come along and say, well, in order to start the new expansion, we're going to take this away from you, whether you like it or not. And you log on one day and it's gone. So what? that's, yeah. And so you log on one day and your little uber sort of wooberness that you spent so many hours and hours and weeks and weeks and weeks developing is gone. They oh. just took it away. And so this isn't what especially drove me away. This is what drove my sister who I played with all the time away. And so once the woman who was the kind of the founding guild member died and my sister quit, I was like, okay, here's Julie, outstanding in her field, outstanding in the middle of a field by herself. And I said, this game just isn't any more fun because I, I kind of enjoyed the game. But what made me leave the game was the fact that all the people I played with were no longer playing the game, and l- like it is with a lot of multiplayer games that I play, and I played mostly for the people in that game. So that's why I left. Not going to play it by myself. Yeah, I'm I'm in Final Fantasy 14,
0: and there's been a lot of buzz about all the people leaving WoW to come over to uh to that game, like for a variety of reasons. Yeah, uh, apparently some big streamers also caused that migration. Um, but yeah, I've heard that I've heard recently there's just been a mass exodus from Wow for a variety of reasons.
4: Um, well, that and I don't like the way uh the people at the top of the ladder treat the people at that game studio at the bottom of the ladder, and now that's also part of the reason why I don't think I'd ever go back.
0: That's a shame. How it's many fairly fair yeah how how long like how many let's say year let's say months or years whatever was more applicable would you say you've invested in in wow uh
4: pretty much since day one. Oh my when god when the level cap was i was playing a team online and somebody said hey you know introduce me to wow and the level cap the six at the time was sixty, and wow was the latest greatest hottest newest thing and i saw the gates of iron forge and i said hey this is for me and uh my sister comes by my door to my room and says oh hey you got space in your account to play f- for me and i said well i can but how about if i give you your own account and so like Early on, and um, it was the whole mudflation thing that drove my sister away. She just said I spent hours and hours and hours, and then not only do they not let me keep this thing, just not even as a keepsake, they just literally removed it from inventory. And I understand they made it part of the game, but that just ticked off my sister and a lot of other people. And you know, we have a static Final Fantasy group we play on. Uh, over the weekend and i said well you know okay bye i'm migrating to final fantasy
0: good choice it it that reminds me of um i'm gonna say a side story here uh privateer wing commander privateer had an expansion called righteous fire and in the base game you worked your entire you worked so hard to get this alien gun uh the, the tech gun. And you worked so hard to get that gun. And, and you have this huge battle with it, and then you get to fly around the, and free roam with it, and it's great. And then if you install Righteous Fire, they take it away. Just it's stolen. And you never get it back. <laughs> but balance. And it's the stupidest, like... <laughs> I'm still angry about it. Like twenty some years later, is it twenty? Wait, roughly, almost. Anyway, um, so that is especially how much, given how much time you've invested in WoW. That's oh god, (laughs) that is that's kind of crushing.
4: The thing is, I what I didn't. The way I view it is this: I didn't invest it in the game. Um, this god bless of the person that was the like I said, she she died and she's no longer with us. But I invested it in the people I was playing the game with. And what when they all left, that's why I left.
0: Are you all in Final Fantasy now? Is that what is, is have you all
4: moved over there? Uh, not not all of us, but uh, four of us, no, five of us, I take that back, are there together so and we have a a close relationship
0: yeah well that's awesome at least you were able to bring most of the people over with you so um sorry guys so in terms of terminology
3: by the way the technical term is actually power creep except i guess this is more specific because it refers to power creep and also taking away your stuff uh but that's actually not something I'm, f- I'm too familiar with. The game, like a game, just in an expansion taking away your progress. Like, Final Fantasy fourteen kind of does that, does that, but like best-in-slot gear for an expansion will last you about halfway through the story, uh, uh, like halfway through the story of the next one, and also it will never like be just removed.
0: Oh, interesting. Um yeah. So sorry. So Thorsten, what would you we'll move on to Thorsten now. Thorsten, what would you say is your most recent game that you have broken up with?
1: Uh, well, that's Elite really Dangerous. I've gotta admit. <laughs> uh
0: oh no, I'm sorry. I must,
1: I must I must explain I must explain this at first. Uh Uh, the whole Elite series was was my dream was my dream games Uh, I played already the first one in 1985, 1986 and played it on the Amiga, played the the, the, two frontier games and I was really, really happy when when Elite Dangerous was announced and uh, yeah great I had a really good experience for several hundred hours uh, uh, with, with 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 this game, but then um, I, I think it was a time when uh, when one of the new ships came out, came out. I, I think it was a great two. and uh, I tried to get one. And uh, there happened several things. I was ganked by. Uh, by Far stronger players, and uh, there was one day uh, I, I, I really made I was nearly uh, making a really good run, and uh, yeah, uh, was ganked by another player as always. And thought, okay, that was it for today, uh, let's play again tomorrow. And I, I only started it uh, again for five minutes, half a year later. And I lost complete, complete interest in the game. I'm still a, I'm still a, a, a bit sad about that. Again, it was my dream game, but uh, so it's life.
0: It's, it's interesting. Uh, Ark, Arkibus, I'm going to try and say their name in the chat. Arkebus said, Elite Dangerous was fun until suddenly it absolutely wasn't. And the Switch flipped it an instant for me. And I had that exact same experience with the game.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Like I'm flying around, I'm flying around I'm making money. The next thing I know I'm docked. I'm sitting in the cockpit of my asp. I'm like, okay, why am I doing this for more money? So I can do what with it? Uh, <laughs> I buy a bigger ship to do the same nonsensical missions that don't matter. Uh, it, uh. Now I'm right there. I'm I'm with you on Elite Dangerous. Like they just they just installed. They just gave the game space legs. I I can't even be bothered. <laughs> I can't even be bothered to uh, to go back. Uh, and I have a lifetime license. I like. Oh, sad. I I shelled out cut a few hundred bucks for a lifetime license for that thing because oh. I was really excited about mm. it. And I never use it. because like, okay. <laughs> like, I think when I got my Oculus, I installed it for five minutes to futz around and go, oh, this is nice. Should I fly around? Oh, yeah. I remembered why I don't play this anymore. And then I just turned it off. <laughs> I
3: think uh, we're talking about which.
0: So we're talking about Elite, yes? Yeah, Elite Dangerous. Yeah, because I had... Uh, Someone in chat, Torsten and myself, seemed to have the very same experience with Elite when it was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Oh, suddenly it's not. Like, suddenly uh, I just don't I'm, care.
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm in a similar spot, mostly because, uh, well, two things happened. One, Better Space Games came out, and two, I realized that there's basically not much point to this game except getting bigger and better ships, which normally I'd even be fine with. I am the sort of person who, like, if the gameplay loop is get more money to get the biggest most fun ship, like that's basically Rebel Galaxy to me, the first yeah. one on out
0: Rebel on Galaxy, 3030 30 Death War, good. you know, Spaceborne even, they all have this loop where you just do these things, these fun things to uh to make um to get better ships, but it, in those games it feels like the things you do matter. And the different ships are fun enough to want, but like with Elite it's like uh, why am i doing any of this <laughs> i'
1: I've, I've got to say uh, i've got to say something to, to uh, about that uh, my, my first impression my first impression was was really uh okay it's okay if, if, if you stop for 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 a while but in this half half a year uh i i've seen so many wrong things. Submission the, the system is broken. Submission system is, mm. is simply boring. And
0: uh, yes, on and
1: on and. I can't, I can't, uh, I, I, I could, I could uh, speak about this uh, for, for, a full uh, for, for, hour. And, uh, yeah. I know, I'm simply honest this game.
0: No, they talk about the background simulation or power play or whatever. And it does, none of it matters. Like, like basically, you're just flying from point A to point B, and that's it. And there's no reason f- or rhyme for it. And it's I would like, be
1: fine with that. I would. I, I, I would. Uh, I would be fine with that, really. But uh, uh, if there was any gameplay, but there isn't any gameplay, no, no. nothing to Do really?
0: Yeah, there. There is no gameplay to it. 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 They want. They want you to think there is, but. But basically, like. God, what's a good analogy? It's like you're splat- a lot
2: to do, but none of it matters.
0: Yeah. It, it, yeah. There's, uh, yeah. Yes. there's a mile. Well, yeah. What is it, a mile wide and an inch deep? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Something like and that. Yeah. It's, like, it's, even the actual fl- gameplay part
3: of flying the damn ship is rather underwhelming. It's a right. very intentionally made everything big and sluggish as, uh, uh, because for this, so that everyone doesn't like play Space Turrets or whatever. Except you know, this is supposed to appeal to the Free Space crowd. Oh God! And people who played Free Space and Wing Commander and Elite. It.
0: I don't. I. What I don't understand is the previous Elite games, um, Elite Two, Frontier, and then what was it First Frontier? I think. They
1: Frontier Elite and- Two. and Carlos Yeah.
0: And they, they felt much more engaging. Like you, right. you, you felt like you were so, you felt like you were a part of that universe. You felt like you were actually like what you did actually mattered and you felt like you were actually like making a difference. Whereas in elite dangerous, it's like, I'm just staring at nothing. I'm like, I'm like, it's this weird disconnected feeling. Cause it's like, you're not really a part of anything. It's, exactly. It's it's so strange how they got it so right for for a game or two and then got it so wrong. I just don't. And this is, this is not meant to be the elite dangerous bitching podcast. That is not. It's just we have, we apparently have a shared experience about elite dangerous and how it was. I'm it pretty was
1: surprised fu- about it.
0: Yeah, it was fun, and then it wasn't. It's like oh. Like, like, and there are better space games out now. You could, you could have a much better time playing X Four Spaceborne, you know, thirty thirty, there, there, uh, Evercron. You know, there are just better experiences out there, single or multiplayer. I, I, it just amazes me. Like, 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 jump. No man's is,
3: sky. In fact, paradoxically,
0: like Jumpgate is a much in in a lot of ways simpler game than Elite. But because you can see how the economy works and you can affect the economy and and you can actually do things that matter. Like when you mine something and turn turn those materials into the right place, it actually matters for the overall production of a piece of equipment, for example. Like what you do in that game actually matters to the supply chain. Um, nothing like in, in Elite, nothing you do actually freaking matters. Oh, anyway, yeah, let's let's not spend the entire podcast slagging elite. We could, we oh, it sounds like we easily
3: could. <laughs> we as could I just said, do. As I
1: said, I could I could talk. Uh, hours uh, 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 about uh, what I think about this
3: game.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: We, we could has- genuinely just do the elite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We've done that before. We actually have. We actually. Oh, yeah, have. That's I bit, think bit redundant. Yeah.
0: We, the last time we, I think, I think the last time we tr- played it on the podcast was when not Odyssey, but the expansion before that came out. Um, I think the one that lets you land on planets. I can't remember the name now. Um, so we're like, not Oh, Odyssey. let's I, f- I forget the name, but we all doubt. We all dove back in. It's like, let's see if this is fun anymore. And it's like, Oh, instancing still doesn't work. Like we can't, we're all in the same wing, but we can't join up together. Like, didn't, didn't you guys fix this? Anyway. Right, can uh, we
3: carry on, please?
0: <laughs> anyway. So, uh, Jacob, we haven't got to you yet. What would you say is the most recent um, game that you had a breakup like with?
3: Breakup is not something I do often. Besi- like no, norm- Typically, I just go, like, I, I forget because I play a game for a long while and get kind of bored of it and then forget about it for a couple months and come back to it because that's the sort of cycle I do with games, because I have way too many of them to play them regularly. But the big one recently was a game I like called Underrail. It's a CRPG in the style of the early Fallout games set in a post-apocalyptic Metro setting and so on. Uh, But basically, it's a really good CRPG that I run into an issue with of not playing it for a really long time Then coming back to it, loading up a save, and winding up in the middle of nowhere, extremely confused as to what the hell me half a year ago was thinking.
2: Yeah. I have no memory of this place. Yeah. And this is a problem.
0: Yeah. I I recently went through that with uh, Far Cry 2 when I was trying to stream full-time. I uh, was doing that monthly. And then I stopped when I got a job and I'm like, I should get back to that. You know, I should finish it. I actually did recently finish it. But those first cup, those first hour where I was like, wait, where am I? What am I doing? How do I do this again? Oh, the map is in the game. Oh yeah. None of the other fall, fall cries are like that. So yeah, I I recently had a similar experience like that. Uh, So you, you, you like, so I think someone in the chat goes, you have less breakups and more. You ghost. A game for a while and then you come back, yes, kind of. There was only one
3: spectacular breakup I remember having, and I can't talk about it because that game's name is forbidden on this podcast.
0: No, you can talk about it.
3: <clears throat> Go ahead, Wing Commander Privateer 2. Ooh, what happened? Um, I opened it, I started playing it.
0: I'm sorry, in about 50. I'm, I'm so a, sorry, that
3: was my first mistake, yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> in You're about totally 15 American, minutes, like.
3: <laughs> In about 15 minutes, I docked to a station, realized there's nothing to do in a station because the game is most pretty much entirely linear. I left the station. I tried flying around. I couldn't for some reason. And I went, uh, yeah, no, I'm sticking to Freelancer.
0: Okay, Wolf Iceberg in the chat says Privateer 2 is better than Elite Dangerous. Um, um, I, oh, I, um, uh, (laughs) you have to understand Wolf Iceberg. Privateer 2 is one of my most hated games. (laughs) I hate it so much flames out the side of my face. Um, God, yeah, no, uh. I, I hate Privateer too. I hate it. I love I, I love the movie part of it. Like I've watched the movie by itself on YouTube. Like that's great if you want to just watch the movie part. It's got freaking Clive Owen, like baby Clive Owen, and John Hurt and Christopher Walken and Jurgen Prochnow. Now and uh, I think David Warner's in there too. Just a stellar cast. Terrible game. <laughs> it's terrible. Terrible game. Uh, Oh, you played Privateer 2 after Freelancer. Oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. So the one I'm going to bring up, my most recent breakup, was a game called Outriders. Uh, It's a a shooter by People Can Fly who made the painkiller games. And I love at least the first painkiller game. And this looked like a lot of fun. So I waited for it to come on sale and I got it. And I was really having fun for a while. It's a good mix of like kind of magic abilities plus gunplay. And I was really enjoying it until I got to one part where there's a giant freaking spider with, uh, <laughs> with like the face of that thing from stranger things that splits into like three spot, you know, that monster from stranger things.
2: Demogorgon.
0: Yeah, that yep. thing. So it's a giant spider with that kind of face, and I'm like, nope, done. I like I couldn't install it fast enough. I'm like, I'm never playing this again. I'm never touching this game because I I can't deal with spiders. Well, it it depends. If the spiders are unrealistic enough, like on um what is it, Deep Rock Galactic. I can deal with those spidery things. And EDF.
2: The and then EDF. EDF, yeah,
0: yeah I can deal because I think those are rendered in a cartoonish enough way that they don't bother me as much, which is interesting. But um if it's anywhere near realistic, I don't care how big it is or whatever, I'm just like, I have to nope out. I just know I just can't do it. So I was really sad because I was really it's not a great game, but I was really enjoying the uh the stupidness of it. And, uh, then I just, I couldn't play it anymore, which is, that's $30 down the drain. What are you going to do? <laughs> so, uh, let's see. What's another, so I guess my, um, Julie, you kind of answered this question. Cause I was going to ask what was your either biggest breakup or like most invested breakup? Like you, what's the, like the longest time you've spent with a game and then you you stop playing, Julie. You kind of
4: already answered that, if you don't mind me saying. No, no, no. There was one I played longer. Oh what? Oh oh please. I played Eve Online for just half of forever, and to me, Eve Online would be great if you can get rid of half the people in it, and <laughs> do, a, do a do a Thanos snap in Eve yes. Online. <laughs> <laughs> here's i played it for just years and years and years and years and years and so the thing the thing is and before anybody says oh you just didn't like to p yes i was in a guild that did pvp and zero with the null sex space and all the rest But then came the day I was in a group called the Older Gamers. And it's not like, oh, everybody over 60, like Julie. No, it was you had to be over 25. And so older. Older. Right. So um, now I enjoyed the industrial part of the game because in a lot of space games I play, that's the part that's missing. You know, there isn't a lot of industrial part in No Man's Sky. There's some. That's true. That's uh, true. And in Star Trek Online, where I have a lifetime sub, you know, there's no industrial part. But so that's why I liked it the best. And then uh, came this guy from the older who had been banned, not just from the game, but from the whole group. And I, I don't know why. I don't remember why. But he said to us all it is my mission to get everybody in the older gamers to quit that game and make everybody's life miserable. So he spent an entire year and thousands of real world dollars hiring people to deck us, war deck us for a solid year. And every time we went and formed another group, he somehow found that out and war decked that group. And, uh and let's just say i will paraphrase the name of the last group that ward decked us and it was floozies in space how's that and uh the thing is it's what i think the nail in the coffin for me was when this the people who started this thing called hulkageddon and this is why on our podcast we for all the hate that it that it started up against our podcast because we were against the Hulk again thing. It started a little section we used to have called Flameproof Undies. And uh, I said, because you're not just, I told the people, you're not just ganking the high sec bots. The new players who want to come in, they work their behind off to get their first Hulk, they're in high sec space, and you're ganking the new players. And the wolves can only prey on the sheep for so long before there aren't going to be any sheep. And so I said, um, and I will paraphrase this too, I said in so many terms, so many words, I said, you claiming to do this for the good of the game is like a fascist dictator invading his neighboring country and claiming he's doing it for the good of those people. And I had these little videos on YouTube about me and all this hate meal. And I said, stand by what I said. I said, you're preying on the new people. And one day I didn't rage quit. I just docked my orca and I said, I'm done. Not going to contribute to this anymore. And uh, now every time I feel like going back, I lay down until the feeling goes away. Oh,
0: man.
2: Understandable.
0: It is a shame because if you're into industrial stuff, that game really or or economic stuff. That game is really in a class of its own. You know, I mean, it's really an impressive
4: feat as an economy. And the thing that has in with other games that space, I played, there's this famous cartoon that says learning curve, and it's all these people falling off the side of a cliff. And, um, All the same, I got. It's like the X-War Foundation, where Spaz helped me through that, and I enjoyed the game. But I guess that's why I still play X-War Foundation, and uh, I don't play Eve Online. Yes, there it is. Last show, he's got learning, and that's the exact (laughs) one. And um, but it's just all the people that wanted to prey on the new players. I just it ruined the game
0: for me. That is a that's a that's a goddamn shame. That is <sighs> I mean I like Eve a lot. I I go back to it every once and again just to like fiddle around because like the exploration is great. That's what I love about it is the exploration. Um, but yeah, I I that that's got to sting. Baz, what about you? What would you say is your um longest? like what would you say is the game that you played the longest what which game did you break up with that you played the long how do you say that right <laughs> stumbling over my own words it's um, a
2: that that's a difficult thing for me to answer mm-hmm. um, i'd have to think about that one but
0: do uh, you want me to come back I, to you oh. uh,
2: no i i would say there's there's one that uh that i can mention uh, it's a uh it's a game i used to play Battlestar Galactica Online, and I was a beta tester on that.
0: Oh right, the, is that, that was a browser game. It right? was indeed. Yeah. yeah,
2: I played that pretty regularly. I was a, a dedicated Raptor pilot, so I was I was always running uh, defense for our cap ships. But they introduced the cash shop into that game. And not long after that, they introduced all this, uh, all these other types of munitions you could buy that gave you huge damage bonuses. And it turned the game into a pay to win nightmare. Because if you Ouch. were not buying the higher end weaponry, well, oh, yeah, and it was consumable too. You'd buy these weapons and, and you you buy ammo. The ammo was consumable. So when you were burned out of that, you had to switch ammo types. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that didn't work out so well. And, and I, I walked away from the game at that point.
0: Um, Torsten, what about you? Do you have a game that you played for a really long time that you ended up walking away from for a specific reason? Besides elite, I guess.
1: I thought about this question but but, but I can't remember any any that's game fine. uh that's fine. The, no uh, it was really it was really uh only, only elite really dangerous for me that's totally uh, any fair other game, any other game i i invested time in uh, i still have fond memories and and, and even even uh, play play them uh, from time to time but uh, elite dangerous was different to be
0: honest yeah. Jacob, what about you? Is there a game that you played for a long time that uh, you eventually ended up like just leaving?
3: Mm, there's a few. Actually, uh, well, this is a, I guess it's a leave for now that I've considered re, re uh, joining. Uh, Star Trek Online mm. was a game I played a, a lot of, including at, at some points for like 12 hours at a time. Because it seemed like exactly my kind of game. Well, it was. And I would argue it still is. I just kind of lost... Um, the big thing is I, the big thing is, there are several people I, uh, I joined in to play with. And they've all kind of left uh, to play something else. Actually, the bigger one, I feel, is uh, Warframe. That is, a, that, is a thing. Uh, that is a thing. That is a thing that some of you may know. Which... Basically I've realized that, the, that it that was a game that actively wasted my uh, actively wasted my time. Oh no. Because it, it's just a near continuous game of grind with little actual payoff and extremely same. Like the problem is the optimal way to play it is to not play it. <laughs> Basically it's a game that benefits from speedrunning because you run through so many things so many times that you can't actually just go through a game and enjoy it because you want it over with uh, as quickly as possible. And I feel like, at a fundamental level, a game that gets more fun the less of it you play is a bit backwards.
0: Oh, yeah. That that doesn't sound fun. That doesn't sound fun. I, I've tried playing Warframe. Uh tried and it's just it never clicks with me they keep releasing stuff for it so i try to go back into it the problem is i go back into it and i don't remember how to play it and you can't replay the tutorial and you can't reset your character it's like all right <laughs> what do i do now i have no idea okay i'm done <laughs> I, I have no idea what's going on but i know a lot of people who love warframe they love it they play it every day. Like all right. You do you, boo. <laughs> For me, uh I'm going to kind of reverse it. Uh the longest running game I played that broke up with me was Jumpgate because it shut down. <laughs> I'm still sad well, about it. I'm still sad about it. Yeah, I know, I know that's I know that's a cheap I know that's cheap. I know that's cheap. Know that's cheap but the fact that Eve Eve is still running and Jumpgate isn't just breaks my heart. Um and I know that there's a resurrected Jumpgate and blah blah, but no one's playing it so who cares? Yeah, it's got, um,
3: it's a single player game at this point.
0: Basically, like I think the most people I've seen on it one time are six. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? No. Uh, <laughs> but I have maybe 5-6000 hours in that game and and then shutting it down just Broke my heart, like utterly, utterly broke my heart. So I guess let's, let's turn the question around then. Um, Spaz, I'll start with you. What would you say was your quickest breakup with a game? Like from install to play to done, what would you say was your quickest breakup?
2: Well, uh, in recent memory, it would have been Elite dangerous because, and and now I have a reason for this okay, I've got a reason for this. Uh, As longtime listeners of the show will, will know, I've mentioned it many times, I've been legally blind my entire life. So I've never known a life where I have great reflexes because of my eyesight. And as a result of that, when I got into Elite Dangerous, I could only play for about an hour. I couldn't hit anything. So between its mechanics and my my slowed reflexes because of my eyesight, as I've mentioned, I felt like I couldn't progress. So when people say elite is fun, I say, okay, it's fun for you, but I'm never going to see that pun intended.
0: (laughs) Oh God. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, That's, that's not bad. That's yeah. I can't blame you on that one. I mean, that one, there's really no auto-aim in that game that would help. Um, There's, like, gimbaled weapons, but even they aren't super reliable. So,
2: (laughs) I mean, the irony is, of all the time I spent in Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, and by some measure or some degree, I'm a master at that game uh comparatively speaking you know comparatively yeah i and that's i i would assume that is um i would attribute that to its accessibility just in terms of literal accessibility you do have an auto aim function that's in, included with that and you don't have to use it but it's there and i can actually hit stuff and i can succeed and Ooh. that's why i beat the game a half dozen times
0: and did you so, – so, Arquebus in the chat says there's a modder making X4 trying to be more uh, accessible for the visually impaired, which uh, is probably a great thing because that, that game is a visual mess. It's great, but it's a visual yeah. mess. Um,
2: yeah. and, and, hey, greater accessibility is always a good thing.
0: It really is. I mean, say what you want about these Far Cry games we're playing. The fact that they added a, a caption for audio cues – is just astounding just like a lot
3: of people make jokes for some reason about like accessibility settings and how they're pointless or whatever that they're not they're
2: so not for for people who yeah yeah, for people who need them you know if, if you're the type of person if you're listening to this you're the type of person who thinks that accessibility options make a game too easy you don't have to use them but for those of us who do for those of us who benefit from them, that's a huge hurdle that we don't have to get over in order to enjoy a game.
0: Yeah. This is why you usually let me drive in Far Cry.
2: <laughs> oh, sometimes I do, and that's why I get to, you know, make the joke of, who the hell let the blind guy drive? Oh yeah, me, I'm the
0: driver. As we run, But yeah. Oh, that's that's a that, that that is a shame. I mean, you, you can't dodge the bullet with Elite Dangerous, though. I'll tell you what, you really did dodge. <laughs> yeah, the
3: yeah. You're not exactly missing out now, are you? Let's be honest <laughs> well, here. Yeah, I'm.
2: I'm well aware of enough of the problems with the later game to know that. Okay, I, I saved some time.
0: Do you think that would be a good podcast topic? Which games do well with accessibility? That might be fun to talk about.
3: Mm, I. I feel like I wouldn't have much to say because I don't know what constitutes accessibility.
4: Yeah, you know, um, I've got a friend that would be good because he has the same kind of problem Spaz has, and he's had Stargards and um, and he says people who would normally never dream of making fun of people for other reasons don't hesitate to make fun of him because he's legally blind, and he will be in. What? games like war tank the war tank game and he'll say people will so what are you blind and i'll say yes and he said that's my reason for a low score what's yours
0: jesus christ i'm going
4: to add that yes. to a list of potential topics so uh i will contact
0: him if you're interested yeah that i think that i think that could be a a good topic because accessibility isn't it, it, I think accessibility could be talked about more in games and some games do a great job with it and some games don't. So I think that'd be a fun one to research as well, uh, for the yeah, topic.
3: I, I would but, need to sit down and research because I am blessed enough to not have to pay attention to any of that.
1: Yeah. I, I, of in the chat, uh, does, does, a good argument here. Uh, the colorblind, uh, theme, I've got the same problem and, uh, if the game says rat, uh, I'm often, I'm often in, 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 in the, in the, in the situation, which rat because, oh. uh, they look, they look all the same to me.
0: Oh, yeah. I think this would be a fun topic. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely. Uh, yeah. Julia, let's talk to your friend.
4: Um, I've I've actually got the same problem as Thorsten because oh. if the shades are close enough together, then, I can't tell the red from the green and people say, oh yeah, the little green cross. And I said, well, you know, friend, I passed the test to be a pilot, but that's what get me out of the Navy and why I had to join the army. Okay. I think
0: this would be a good topic for a show for people like maybe Jacob and me who don't know about this sort of stuff, you know, like I know next to nothing about colorblindness. I know next to nothing about you know, blindness in general. And so I kind of
3: know it exists obviously, yeah. but and uh,
0: so learning about what games do to make it more accessible for people with color blindness, for people with visual impairments, that sort of thing, I think would be really, especially from a learning perspective. I think that'd be interesting. So yeah, I think we should definitely add that to the list of topics to to come up with. Um, I like that idea actually a lot.
2: <laughs> that also brings up a, an interesting point. Um, yeah. Uh, you and I Brian, had uh helped raise money for a charity
0: right yes, what's their name? You remember the name better than i do
2: yeah the uh the uh, charity is able gamers
0: right, able gamers, yes, and that helps people not only with uh vision impairments but physical impairments as well yes. uh and it helps them it creates customized controllers, all kinds of things that allow people who might not be able to game otherwise to enjoy the joy of video games. Um, so check those guys out, folks, if you haven't, uh, and, oh, they might be a good people to reach out to about the show as well. Ooh, 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 Brain is turning, Brain is turning.
2: <laughs> I think, uh, Steven, uh, fun, who is, uh, their COO. He would be a good person to reach out to. for that. I don't okay. know if he would be interested, but. You know, it doesn't you hurt to, do it doesn't anymore. hurt
0: to ask. It never hurts to ask. If they say no, fine, but it never hurts It never hurts to ask um so no, that's a great idea i, I I'm sorry, I completely forgot about that sh- in the moment. I completely forgot about them, but you know, they're doing great work, so uh they'd be great to talk to. <laughs> oh yeah no, i could tell, I could totally see that being a whole show especially learning about not only people's afflictions, but what they do, what games do to help with their afflictions. Um,
2: and especially in the times we currently live in.
0: What do you mean by that? Like, well, cause there's so much going pand- on right now. There's so much going on right
2: now. Uh, <laughs> considering we live in pandemic times, people who, ah. have, who are, who have physical disabilities and are, having to be at home a lot of the time are seeing that because other people are now having to be in that, in a similar boat. uh, They're seeing a lot of the, and this is a a side topic of course, but it relates to uh, telecommunications, you know, using zoom for, for meetings and such. Mm -hmm. The, the accessibility that was provided by that, Uh, And a lot of employers taking that away and saying, oh, you have to come into work now. That's actually hurting people who are in uh, status of disabled because, Mm. well, they were able to benefit from a lot of other people benefiting from a a technology. They kind of need it. And to see that being taken away and and employers saying, oh, well, you need to come in now. Uh, You don't know how good you have it until you don't have it anymore.
0: I would just think that this pandemic has shown that working from home is not only viable, but a lot of people find it more productive. I've read. While
3: working, I would argue, I would argue education gets significantly worse.
0: No, yeah. I'm married to a teacher. Trust me, I've seen how much worse yeah. online learning is. But from what I've read, working online is um, for a lot of people more. You're, you're more productive because you don't have people bothering at your desks. You don't have, you know, the constant hum of the office and all these people walking around and having a little conversations. Like, a lot, there's a lot fewer distractions when you're working from home. And, like, studies have shown that people are more productive <laughs> when they're working from home. But, yeah, education-wise, no. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's not, oh, God. Like, watching my wife try and teach elementary school music on Zoom for almost a year was grueling. I felt so bad for. Her. And uh, so wait, you're you're I um are you back in physical school, Jacob, or is it still mostly online? Yes.
3: Um, but it's ninety percent physical. We have one day of uh, remote uh, learning for some reason.
0: <laughs> for some reason. But that's good though. It's it's I'm sure it's better to be back in the classroom for you guys as well.
3: Um, My opinion, absolutely, yes. Severely. So, I can somewhat pay attention now.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it sounds like accessibility uh with the right guests and research would be a great topic. We should totally look into doing that. But back to our topic for today. Um, okay, we just talked to So, Thorsten, did we get to you as to your quickest breakup with the game? I don't think we did.
1: Uh, the quickest breakup was simply uh, Age of Gladiators Two uh, Death League, and oh. <laughs> uh, um, it's exactly it's exactly uh, what what we talked about. Uh, the font was completely unreadable, and uh, I tried uh, to use. Uh, uh, some some kind of uh, uh, um, wait, <laughs> some type of Google to to uh, to read it, and uh, it wasn't. I wasn't even then. I wasn't able to read it, and uh, the colors were were off. And, and oh. I think I think I I, I spent about uh, half an hour or so. Then I gave up.
0: All right. So Jacob, what about you? What would you say is your quickest breakup with a game?
3: I mentioned it already.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you did. I, when I'm thinking of mine, I think it's Half Life. Um, the first time, a unique one. Well, the first time I saw a face hugger, I was out. Like,
3: uh, a s- oh, a head grab, yes,
0: head crab, yes. As soon as I saw a head crab, I was like, nope, 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 and I've not played a Half Life game since. And I, refu- I refuse to
2: there's there's one that you that we streamed. And oh, you know, within 30 minutes.
0: Oh, OK. Remind me because I, I I Half-Life okay. was what came to my mind. But you, if you okay. have a better memory, go ahead.
2: Yeah. Cyrus New Dawn.
0: Oh, we oh, oh, on. Oh, I blocked it out early on. Oh, out. Early on. Yeah.
2: Out. yeah. Yeah. So we were streaming. We went at maybe about 25, 30 minutes in and you saw one of these uh a uh, crawler that uh, goes over along the ground and then it jumps out at you. So you noked out and ended the stream at that point. And <laughs> I completely understand. I mean, there's that's, that's with good reason that you noked out.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I will never play Alex in VR. I will never. I've again, half-life one was the last half-life game I played. Everyone's like, but Alex is such a great VR game. No. And I have enough problem with heights in VR games. Like their games I've had to stop, oh, here's another one, I guess I was playing um Vader Unleashed, I think it's called on the oculus, and it's a great game until you have to shimmy to the side of a building and then climb up a pipe to get to the next level, and that pipe fall, and that pipe separates from the wall and falls, and so do you. <laughs> Vader Immortal, thank you. Yeah. I I I was done after that one. <laughs> you like, know uh, that was 20 minutes in, I think. I like I I can't deal
4: with heights in VR. I just can't. <laughs> Someone in chant just said something about arachnophobia, and I have arachnophobia. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh and, my god, yeah, uh, I too. played a game and counted my participation in seconds because I had a friend that was a dev on uh, in- Earth Defense Force Insect Art of and he knew it and gave me the game. And I logged on, saw the giant metallic spiders, and I said, I'm done.
0: Yeah, f- for some reason, they didn't bother me in that game. And I'm terrible, terribly arachnophobic, terribly. But for some reason, I can deal with... um. reason i can deal with uh earth defense Defense force Force
2: spiders it's even it's even easier to deal with them in say earth defense force world brothers yeah because they're very pixelated
0: they're minecrafty uh they're very uh very pixelated in that one um (laughs) yeah and there's some other games i i was i i just remembered that i couldn't play in vr because of the height thing there was like, oh, there was this one great game that I think Dex recommended to me. And within moments, you're like crawling up a wall and there's nothing beneath you. I'm like, nope, I can't do this. I almost, I almost ripped the helmet off. <laughs> because, because yeah, I, I cannot deal with, with heights in a VR game. And there are some games I, I can't play. I, I get to a certain point. There's this great game called uh, In Death Unchained. It's VR. It's an archery game. It's amazing. Amazing, but at one point you can use your you can use these transversal arrows to move around, and at one point you have to move over these floating rocks and you have to use these transversal arrows to jump from one rock to the next. I can't do that, I can't. I tried it once and I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> um, there's a survival game called Grounded that has a spider realism slider. Wow, okay, that's great. That's great. That's great. Yeah. That's great. And I really appreciated that. um, The Marvel's Avengers games has a spider warning. They like apparently in the Wakanda section of the game, there are these giant uh, mechanical spiders. So they have a big old spider warning, which is nice. You know, I wish I, I, there was another game I was playing the other day with a, with a boomerang. I streamed it. I was playing this boomerang game. That was great until they had spiders. And then I had to stop playing it. Um. So, um, and I really, I'm also one of the people that use that Skyrim mod to turn spiders into bears (laughs) because I, I couldn't handle the spiders in that game (laughs) and I love Skyrim and I couldn't handle the spiders in that game. Uh, so it sounds like we've had a good variety of breakups. (laughs) with, with games, with, and they're not, the sad thing is a lot of the time they're not bad games. Like, a lot of times these are not yeah. bad games we're talking about here. They're just, for whatever reason... Yeah.
2: Well, there, there's one I was going to mention. Go ahead. Uh, Dyson yeah. Sphere Program.
4: Oh, I've oh, not played uh, that
2: one. Now, the reason why I bounced off it, I I played a good hour, hour and a half of it, and I bounced off because although I have this I, I should say creativity for figuring out ways to to get one item from one place to another. And, and our, our friend Luke, who is... Uh, I've played a lot of Astroneer with him. Uh, you could ask him about some of the weird designs I've come up with for automating our bases. But games like Dyson Sphere Program or Factorio for that matter I bounced off because I don't have the kind of patience to wrap my head around getting all of those logistics sorted out It's it's a, on a level that's a little higher than I'd like to work with
0: Would you say it's on the same level as Factorio or is it
2: I would yeah it's all, it's very much on the same level If you didn't click with Factorio and i didn't click with factorio then no i know you're a lot the program
0: i know then. a lot of people who'd love factorio and i i like i watched the trailer of it and my brain almost melted I'm like nope this is not for me
2: <laughs> yeah i don't think it's a bad game it's no
0: it's just- exactly exactly no. like the game we're streaming scavenger sv4 if you're unaware folks this game is amazing it's amazing it is it is a Space planet exploration, science fiction, horror, roguelike. And it's an astounding game that I will never play again. <laughs> oh,
1: I love it! I love it. I, I, I play it at least once uh, uh, a week.
0: Really?
3: It's really good. Seriously, I no, really I love it.
0: It is. No, I'm not. I'm, that's what I'm saying. It is an amazing game that that I will never touch again. <laughs> but it's so. So good. And I feel kind of bad that I can't touch it again, but uh, it's uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? You know? Uh, so we just passed an hour. I think that's a good time to wrap it up. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, we're we trying. I think we said, yeah, try and keeping these in an hour, I think is good. Cause we used to go longer and people were like, I don't want to listen to you guys for two hours. And I, I tried to listen to ourselves for two hours and I couldn't do it. So um, an hour seems around a good cutoff point. So folks, that's good. Like
2: longer if we have a guest. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I guess I imagine first off. Right. Uh, Go ahead.
3: uh, Okay. We can discuss that later, but I do feel like we might want to extend it a bit. um, Because we now have five people talking as opposed to, I believe you had three before. We had four before. So Four before, sorry. So for some topics I imagine you might we might want to make an extension, but I feel like we shouldn't go over like ninety
0: minutes do You guys, I mean yeah. Okay, yeah. we can uh, we, okay. we can do it to ninety minutes. I mean I feel like we just hit about a good cutoff space for this topic. Yeah. But if
3: we're at a topic that where we can, you know, milk for ninety minutes straight. Yes. You know what? Fine. going. If we're, I, still,
2: going, it's,
3: if
0: we're still going, I won't say anything. That that's that that's totally fine. Uh we're flexible here at the Space Game Junkie Podcast. Uh, yeah, we could totally talk about this more and maybe we will. Um, but folks, that's going to do it for today. Uh, I want to thank, of course, my co-hosts. Uh, again, I'm really excited about this new crew and you guys are great. And this is our second episode together. Excuse me. And I think so far it's phenomenal. So I just could not be again, happier that you guys are here. So I want to thank you for, uh, saying yes. Yes. Basically. And folks, we had a great chat today. Very active chat. I want to thank everyone who showed up uh, for the chat. Very fun. Very active. A lot of good discussion in there as well. Uh, if you haven't yet, please feel free to join our Discord server. Um, we, uh, we we And we can keep the chat going over there. We have a very lively and fun Discord. Um, if you haven't joined already, please do so. Next week on the show, we're going to talk about... Uh, games based on licensed properties, or why certain, like why we had, like why are there a million Warhammer games and no Expanse game, for example, something like that, you know. And so, also
3: whether or not they're a good idea.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, is yeah. an Expanse game a good yeah. idea? You know, we will explore the
3: topic of licensed video games. <clears throat> yes, there we yes,
0: go. yes. Licensed video games, and sometimes. Yeah, that's a and that's a great topic because like, why are there a million Warhammer games and why are only why are only two out of five good, <laughs> or is it three out of five? Uh, but that's gonna do it for today, folks. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you back here for the podcast next week and for the stream uh, tomorrow morning. Have a great one, y'all. Bye bye.